Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Welcome to the Insomnia Project. I am your host, Marco Timpano. We hope that you will listen, relax, chill, enjoy, give us feedback, give us your suggestions. And I'm just so happy with Chris Bond, a good friend of mine. Chris Bond, welcome. Well, thanks for having me. I'm so excited. So we both have a love. So we talked about root beer. We talked about slushies. We talked about the cottage and we talked about hot tubs. But something else that you and I have a love for is Costco. (laughs) And I got to tell you, I don't know if this is an experience that you have, but whenever I'm in a different place, So, for example, we were in Hawaii and we drove by a Costco and my wife, Amanda, immediately knew that we had to go there and we rented a car. She goes, do you want to go to the Costco? And I'm like, no, we're in Hawaii. I didn't want to take her, you know, and she's like, I can see it in your face. You want to go to the Costco. And so we went to the Hawaiian Costco. And if there's any Hawaiian listeners out there, anyone who's in Hawaii, uh, I love your Costco. I'm going to say that first on the big island. And the reason I love to go to different Costco's is they have different things. So in the Hawaiian Costco, they had surfboards for sale. Well, yeah, I believe it. And they were beautiful. Yeah. Now tell me, what do you love about Costco's? Costco, I feel like there's, first of all, there's so much to love about Costco. It's really hard to just pin it back to a handful of things. And I can completely see why you had that experience, Marco. Think about when you go to a a Costco here, you can buy hockey equipment, sticks, bags, hockey tape. I mean, it can be very local. Um, But what's unique about your Costco experiences, first of all, I also like to go there and have the kind of, it's almost a rite of passage. You have the hot dog and the soda for $1.50. If you want to dabble into the slice of pizza or the chicken wings, you can. It's very extremely reasonably priced. Sometimes I like to do that before I shop, or sometimes I get a really good kind of, um, I get really hungry and an appetite just driving sure. around and seeing all the food and sampling here and there that once I'm done the shopping, I wheel my cart up and then I hit that Costco food really hard. But something there's there's an area in Costco, and I feel like every Costco has it. Tell me what you think. Okay. There's like a middle section that is always a seasonal kind of um, 
grab bag, if you will, sure. of items that show up in the center section. You know that there's the left-hand side, or I mean, I'm, I'm using my Costco as, an, as a template here, but of course, there's, of course. there's your typical areas with your your spices and your your hard items, your condiments and soups and and then you flip there's to the, the book section and the like, um, underwear and socks section. There's always there's the clothes. Yeah. There's the, yep. the appliances and the hardware yes. and all those things. And then you get up to the freezers and you get the food and the cheeses. and Anyway, but the, there's a, always a section that's a seasonal section and you it's never know you, what's going to be in there. You're right. Christmas time, you get different kinds of wrapping paper. There might be different sort of ornamentational things you can put in front of your house. Uh, you know, summertime, there might be like, um, you never know. You might get that fake grass grass kind of thing with a putter and a, and a couple of blue golf balls. Like there's, It's a yeah. grab bag of surprise. Yeah, and those are the weird things that always get me. And I always make a, a point to journey through those two or three aisles. Sure. I have no idea what's in here. And I usually come out with something. Um, I think most recently I came out with a love seat, like a, a, a camping chair that was two was two camping chairs. It's a love oh. seat camping chair, and it was a great value. I think I only paid fifty dollars, and it was perfect right. for camping. And we like to camp at cottages. Yes. And I also now I can do it and snuggle with my wife, um, or I can have both of my kids goof around in it. Right? Would you ever think to go to a store and buy a, a camp or like a chair love seat no but if, when it's presented to you at costco and it's at such a value you can't help but throw it in your cart and the quality is always top notch yep. so you could buy you could probably find a double seated um camping chair or what do you call mm-hmm. them um canvas sort like of a camping uh, chair no i think you said it. Chair. yeah you could you could find that maybe online and through various sort of ordering online websites and they'd send to you but the quality wouldn't be what is the standard quality of Costco. Yeah. And you know you're going to get good quality. And if there is an issue, Costco is great for returns and exchanges. No problems. Yep. Hardly any questions asked. And I find that the stuff that they do offer, none of it is is low quality. Um, no. There's, you will always see something that you never saw. Mm-hmm. For instance, um, what was something unique? Uh, like around like, and sometimes seasonal gifts, whether sure. it's a Christmas thing or a Halloween thing, there'll be some Christmas decoration or unique thing or outdoor piece that you would never see anywhere or just think to look for. Yes. And there it is. And you look at it and you're like, I want that, but I'm not going to spend a lot of money on it. Oh, it's really reasonably priced. Well, now I can justify buying this unique thing that I was not looking for. So it's always a surprise to go down yeah. those seasonal aisles. And I really enjoy it. And a lot of it is can be gifts too, rando gifts. You know, Chris, so we're both performers and writers and producers, mm-hmm. and we both have agents. And so for Christmas or for the holidays, I like to get my agent a thank you gift for all the work that he has gotten me through the year. And I always go to Costco because they'll have unique high quality items that make a perfect thank you gift or or holiday gift. So one year it could be fancy honeys with, uh, you know, little dipping sticks and containers and whatnot. Or I'm trying to think, but we bought some wonderful items 
uh, like jams from all over the world. And there was like 13 of them well packaged. And every year it's something different, but I always go to that seasonal section. Mm -hmm. uh, one time I got, um, actually it was before we went to Hawaii, I got a snorkel mask and fins from the seasonal section. And it was, they were great. And I have them, I put them in my closet so that when we go somewhere tropical, we always, always pull them out. They have more than you expect. So they have the basic items, but they have a lovely mesh bag that it all fits in. They have, you know, the, the colors that make them stand out. And there's just something about them, the quality and the way it's made that makes me happy. So I'm a huge Costco fan. I couldn't agree more. And it might be some kind of outdoor a patio furniture. Sure. It could be something for camping. It could be, I think one year we bought one of those sun tents, those half shield tents. If you have young children and you're on the beach. So they have some shade, but it's just yes. an area they can just, they can sit and play in. Last thing I was thinking of when I went shopping that day, but I saw it and I was like, wow, that isn't expensive at all. Looks handy. I'm going to grab it. And it feels good. And it's, you feel a good value. You didn't have to go hunting and it's a surprise. Yeah. So I got to, I got to tip my hat to Costco for showing me things I never knew I needed and wanted. And Listen, I, I, I just on it. I just opened up one of my Costco olive oils, which is my favorite olive oil that I can get. Mm -hmm. And I get it at Costco. Have you ever purchased a hoodie or a baseball cap from Costco? And if not, I want to talk about that because that's something else that you like. I do. I, um, I can't say I can't say I've bought baseball caps. Perhaps a hoodie. Um, I've definitely bought like a sports jacket there. And sure. not when I say sports jacket, I don't mean like a like a like a work jacket, like a fancy yeah. jacket. I mean like a, a sporting, like an Adidas or a bench or like sure. a, like a kind of a, a summer jacket. Um, but I can tell you what I do buy there. I definitely buy my underwear there. Yes. I have to, I fully, fully endorse the Calvin Klein um, elastic waist boxer briefs for comfort and style. They look great. Okay. They feel great. They so breathable. I know there's like, there's very fancy underwear that you can get for the value. You can't beat a three pack for $25 of CK underwear. They're perfect. There I, you go. I'm, I'm a huge fan of their Kirkland Lake bicycle short underwear. So that's, that's the brand that I gravitate to. Once again, comfortable, stylish, and well-made. But I want to shift back to hoodies and caps. Please. Let's get away from Costco because I have a list here and, I, and we've already spent 10 minutes on Costco. And I have a feeling this is going to be a two-parter that we'll record the second part later on. But let's dive into hoodies and baseball caps. Um, I grew up as a big sports fan. I love baseball. I love sports. I like to support all my teams. But in so much that when I was younger, you know, sports caps kind of became in style as well. Sure. So I started to buy caps of different teams just based on, I like their logo. I like their colors. So it became more about me not only being a sports fan. It was, did I have a hat that matched the rest of my outfit? Did I have a track suit that I wanted to match or a hoodie that I wanted to match my hat to? Right. And then I started to gravitate towards some of the brand stuff like Kangle or uh, Bench or Adidas or just Kappa caps. Sport. Yeah, just caps. 
um, whatever it was, Billabong. Sure. Um, just these caps because some of the styles were really unique. They weren't just a hard black or green or red. You were getting patterns and you were getting leather and you were getting just some unique looks. And uh, I've just continued to kind of buy them and be interested in them. And uh, I hasn't stopped. I would say I buy maybe two hats a year, maybe, yeah, maybe three. How many My, in your entire collection? Um, I would say I have, here's the thing is I, sure. I'm married with children and I live in a very small condo and so space is at a premium. So I would say that maybe annually or, or every other year, my wife says, you got to get rid of some of these hats. Okay. Okay. And so the, 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 the collection is always in flux. I see. But I would say I got about 30 to 40 hats. Okay. That okay. are living in the house. And I think I have 10 that are on like a permanent rotation. Your but, top, you know, your top four, five hats. What are they? Caps, I should say. Whoa. Oof. I have a, my favorite one I have right now is a, is a white Toronto Raptors world champion hat, but it's a beautiful, uh, Mitchell and, um, that throwback company, Mitchell and Ness. Okay. It's all white with like white embroidery with the with the Larry O'Brien trophy on the side. There was a lot of championship Raptor gear that came out. And this one I thought was just beautiful. You can't even really at a glance see that it's a Raptors championship hat. Okay. Once you really look at it, you can, oh, I see world champion Raptors. So it's sure. for style more than Raptors, but I obviously I'm a huge Toronto Raptors fan. So I also have a Toronto Raptors regular championship hat that I enjoy and I, I wear. I would say top five, you said, oh boy. I have a, another Toronto Raptors hat that is a <laughs> trucker hat. Okay. So it has a plaid finish with the old vintage dinosaur logo on it. That's really oversized. Okay. Um, so I really enjoy wearing that. Most of the caps I wear are flat caps. You know, it's a bit more of a hip hip hop kind of urban look um, okay. that I do wear, but sometimes I like the properly baseball ridged caps. In other words, bend it, bend it. So it has like almost like a, a C it. shape over your eye eyebrows. Let's say. Yes. Okay. Uh, yeah. I, so I like that. Another cap that I wear more of like baseball style is I have a Quebec Nordique hat. Again, this is Mitchell and Ness throwback. They make some of the best hats. Vera uh, okay. and Mitchell and Ness make some of the best stuff. And so Why, are they comfortable to wear or they're just stylish in a way that no other cap is stylish? Well, I mean, you can get, listen, baseball hats or caps, they can get very expensive and you can get very specific. Sure. Some of the cheaper ones that are, have the kind of the plastic adjustable fit. Right. Those are great. But when you start getting into like more, I don't want to call them bespoke fits, but specific hat sizes, like your seven and three quarters. Right. Um, those can get very expensive. You know, once you really know your hat size, you can get some very specific looks and hats. And I love those hats. They just fit so much better than the adjustable. Yeah. And they're so much more comfortable because they're, they're fitted for your head. Um, what's interesting is you get that fitted hat and then you get a haircut and all of a sudden that hat feels a little looser. But, um, what is it, your hat size just for future reference? I think I'm seven and three quarters. That's I okay, think why good. I said it. Yeah. <laughs> I always like, you know, Chris Bond's birthday, Christmas. I need to know these things, there you, you know. Yeah. If I need another hat, if my wife has thrown out some and I need to replenish, 
So Quebec Nordique's hat. What yeah. is? I think you got one more, or two more hats to to put on this list. Um, oof, uh, the Quebec Nordique. I have. Do you a, have one that's a non-sports cap that you like to wear? I do. I have a hat that I really love. It's my. It's an Evil Dead the Musical hat. That it's it's a beautifully made. Uh, it was. I think it was New Era, but it was a fashioned style of like New Era cap. With the embroidered logo, I mean, obviously that's some merchandise from uh, a project I've worked on, but uh, I've had it for years. It's a great fit. I try to only wear it on special occasions or when I'm doing, right. if I'm going to like a like a, a fan expo or something kind of nerdy or genre based, I might pop that on. Um, I also have, I still love my my Kangol, my vintage Kangol caps all white or all black with just the, the kangaroo. Um, I also have um, a tan colored one that's got some leather on it. Um, I know that yeah. one. Yep. Yeah. I've seen so, that, yeah. But I try to rotate them. I also have some really older caps. I have a Seattle supersonics. I know we're saying sports, but this is a team that doesn't exist anymore. Right. From when they did exist. Uh, kind of the old school new, um starter caps when this was in vogue in the late 80s early 90s this is an original um sports team cap that doesn't exist versus the quebec nordiques which is no longer a team uh retro made hat correct yes. yeah okay. they, they've, they've mitchell and nest does a lot of like bringing these caps back and bringing these right. styles back which is great mostly focused on uh, basketball and hockey uh but uh I bet if you live in Seattle, there's a ton of the supersonic stuff. But when you live in Toronto, there isn't. So I have this old, before I was a Raptor fan, I was a supersonics fan. Um, So I had Sonics stuff and I still have them and I wear them from time to time. But yeah, I I have a a general rotation of hats. And then every now and then I might sub in something special from the the vintage uh, collection, if you will. This is amazing. Okay, so what makes a good hoodie? And tell our listeners what a hoodie is in case they call it something else. Well, I think it's like a heavy sweater with a hood, you know, maybe it's got drawstring to, you know, firm up the hood. Uh, It could be, there's different kinds of kinds of hoodies. There's whether it's uh, a half zipper, a full zipper, or it's just a pullover. I think those all qualify as hoodies. There's even hoodies that are sleeveless that you might wear a t-shirt underneath. Right. It's a little more for fashion than it is for comfort or warmth. In but, parts uh, of Canada, they'll call um, the hoodie a snuggle bunny. I think it's those pullover ones that have, you know, the pockets that you can sort of put in the middle of your. Oh, uh, that's a snuggle bunny. Tummy okay. or, yeah, I think that's a yeah. snuggle bunny. I think, I think it's used more in the prairies of Canada where they use that term, but it's a Canadian term. I have for hoodies the hoodie. with those. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, they're great. Um, yeah, I think the hoodie is very in vogue, definitely in kind of urban circles. And, you know, you're getting my, I'm wearing the flat hats and the hoodies, but a lot of it is for comfort. It is fashionable and it is comfortable. I like a bigger set, uh, hoodie. Um, it's something easy to throw on if it's just chilly outside. Sure. Um, I find that what I love about hoodies is actually the hood. If I'm, I'm outside and get a little cool, throw up the hoodie the hoodies also keep my ear set in place when I have my Apple ear pods on. Sure, of which course. Which kind of helps with my weird shaped ears. Um, and there's, I mean, there's so many ways you can go, whether it's if you're looking for a sports style hoodie 
or something that has is embroidered with something that might be something nerdy right or fun i mean i have why well, i have a we like theme parks podcast hoodie that i was i got off t public that i had made that i love i, I wear it at the theme parks comfortable um, i would just want to mention that's your podcast called yes. we like theme parks and if there's people who are fans of that, can they get that hoodie too? Or is it just an exclusive one for you? Nope, absolutely. All the We Like Theme Park t-shirt stuff is available on TeePublic. If you go to the We Like Theme Parks podcast, welikethemeparks.com, there's a link to TeePublic. If you go through there, you can find wait, wait, all wait our stuff. What is TeePublic? And should I have an insomnia project, something on this TeePublic? Why not? You absolutely could. Um, it's a... It's a reseller of t-shirts where you can, the beauty part of it is there's a zillion different designs on the site. So if you're nerding out about anything that you're interested in, let's say Marco, you like pizza and you type in pizza, there's going to be 200 different designs of pizza that you can order on a shirt and you can customize the size, the style of shirt, whatever you like, completely customizable. And it isn't just stop at shirts it's mugs it's anything you want stickers okay. you name it um so i'll leave that I, open to my patreons or my patrons here on sure. patreon if they yeah, want to see some sort of insomnia project uh merchandise if yeah. not check out we like theme parks on <laughs> t public and maybe you'll you'll gravitate to the hoodie that you speak of anyways continue i'm sorry i felt feel like i cut you off there and you were no, getting no, right I'm, into my point is is that you can you could design something yourself for the insomnia project or even if you have catchphrases or things like, or parts of the show that you want to express in a shirt, it doesn't just have to be your logo. It could be anything. Oh, cool. So in theme park land, uh, what's very in vogue in theme parks right now is wearing a shirt or a group of you wearing the same shirts or something that expresses your theme park fandom, whether it's I'm a Disney princess or you know, uh, Walt's got all my money or my okay. other car is a minivan, uh, Dole Whips, Dole Whips and Dole Whips, what have you. Uh, there's a ton of that stuff. And some of it is stuff that we designed ourselves at We Like Theme Park. It's We Like Theme Parks. It's available on Public, but also other designers have other stuff too. But Marco, you could just add your own designs and have a line of listen, listen I'll, project where I'll leave it to my patrons. If they think I should do it, I'll do it. Otherwise I'm just going to, I'll, I'll let that for you, for you. Maybe I could have a, a pajama or a night shirt or, you know, those sleep masks and write, listen on one eye and where your nose would be and then sleep on the other eye. We'll see. We'll figure that out. But I've never heard of that. So what that's about, why I was interested. Yeah. One of these guys. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. Uh, when I, when you said sleep mask, I immediately thought of, Something for um, what do you call it? Like the oxygen masks. Oh, the like the the, the sleep um, apnea masks. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, oh, customizable sleep oh, apnea. Mask. I don't know about that. That might be a little bit much. But um, <laughs> I want to jump now from hoodies mm -hmm. to another thing that you and I share that we enjoy, and that's pizza. Because you're a big connoisseur of pizza. I'm a big connoisseur of pizza. I think our listeners, I'm sorry if this is making you hungry, but what makes a good pizza for you, Chris? I would say that we, I would wager that you and I have different tastes when it comes to pizza. Okay. Marco, you are authentically Italian and I'm sure you appreciate a very good pizza. And I think we've had some nice pizza together. 
a pizza where you said, Chris, you must try this pizza. And I went okay. and I tried it. But I have very simple tastes as well. And I like big, a lot of, a, a lot of meat and sauce and cheese, uh, a lot of spice. I like really uh, rich and I will even say the way, even say the word dirty, dirty pizza. Okay. There's a pizza right now in the city. Can I talk about something local yes, that I please. love? Trying to think of the name of it. It's Detroit style pizza. Have you had yes. Detroit style pizza? Uh, yes, I have. And Detroit style pizza for our listeners. Do you know that what makes it Detroit style pizza? I think it's the pan. It's a pan well, pizza. It's the pan pizza, but it's also important that the cheese gets distributed towards the edge of the pan. So it for, it forms like a cheese crust on the side yes, of the yes. pizza. And it tends to be a thicker pizza, not like a Chicago style pizza, which is very thick, but thicker than, let's say, a uh, wood oven pizza. And they tend to be more square in shape. Is that true? Like they're more rectangular square. Okay, so that's that, if I'm not mistaken, is what sort of helps define Detroit style pizza. Sorry, sorry to interrupt. No, you're not. No, you've opened up a, a really interesting topic of debate because a Chicago style deep dish is a lot of bread. It's a lot of dough. And I think the cheese goes underneath the ingredient. You know what I mean? Um, yeah, it becomes more, it it truly is more like a pie yeah. than what we know pizza to be, in my opinion. In, right. in other words, it's deep dished. You get the um, cheese underneath and everything else is on top. So it can be very um, wet. It can be right. a very wet pizza. Yeah. Anyway, but, but, but as far as being Italian goes, that Detroit style pizza has like a focaccia kind of experience. Yes. When you think of when you make a nice focaccia, when it's it's typically can be in a pan, you've got your olive oil and you might slice the cheeses and put them inside. I sure. feel like this is a really nice medium where you get that that really oiled kind of pan bread with all the the nice uh, spices and you know what makes a really good focaccia. But 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 just riddled with a rich, a lot of sauce, a lot of cheese right up to the edges, like Marco was suggesting. And I got to tell you, the Detroit style pizza is kind of my favorite right now, but it's not cheap. It's a, it's a premium pizza. When you want to have it, it's, it's pretty fancy. And this isn't anything like any, um, what's the Detroit style pizza that we have here? Little Caesars. Right. I still, I still enjoy a little Caesars. Um, but if but you, that's not Detroit style, Little Caesars is just your regular sort of. It's not Detroit chain. style, but it's pizza from Detroit. Like the Little Caesars is from Detroit. Oh, is it really? I oh, didn't wow. know that. Yeah, oh. Mike Illich is the Little Caesars king. He owns oh, the Red Wings and the Pistons and all of Detroit. He's the guy, um, the Detroit pizza man. But so they have Detroit pizza, but this is a Detroit style pizza. I and see. I believe the restaurant in Toronto is called Descendants. Is that the one you've tried? I I thought it was called Detroit style pizza, but maybe that's just it's it's local or whatever. Maybe there's more than one. There's one not too far from your house on Queen Street, I believe. That's Descendants. Yeah, it's okay. So it's Descendants. Okay, yeah, it's really great. It's probably my favorite pizza. And recently, I had a birthday with my dad, and my dad is a huge pizza guy. And so what I did was I got four different pizzas. I got his favorite pizza that I know he likes. I said, what's your favorite pizza, dad? And what was it? It's from Papa De Giorgio's, which is near our good friend, Trevor and Dale's house. 
Yes. It's called the Godfather pizza. It's got like okay. Sicilian sausage on it. Delicious pizza. So I got that. And then I went and I got one of these Detroit style pizzas as well. Which flavors did you get for that? It was a very Canadian kind of example. Bacon, okay. button mushrooms, uh, pepperoni, onion, yum, yum. And then I went and got a Little Caesars pizza because I wanted the pizza with the cheese and the crust. Okay. To have that experience. And then I got a Pizza Nova pizza. Also a great pizza. I also love a nice I pizza. I love a Pizza Nova pizza. Yeah, good I do. I really do. Yeah. But something simple. I got that one sure. because the kids just like pepperoni and cheese. And I thought my dad might turn his nose up to the other pizzas, but my dad was all over this Descendants Detroit pizza and was like, this is the best pizza oh. I've ever had. Oof. We're what a lovely idea. Mm-hmm. If you have a friend or someone who really enjoys pizza and it's a special day for them to go and get their favorite pizza, your favorite pizza, and a third or fourth different style pizza for you to have truly a pizza party for their birthday or special occasion. Yeah, that's a, re- a legit pizza party. But Marco, let's talk about your pizza because I know you have like, I think you have more refined taste. You're a bit more of a gourmand in your sensibilities when it comes to pizza. Well, here's my thing. You can listen to my podcast, Eat and Drink, where I take deep dives into pizzas. I like, I'll just say this. When I go to a pizza restaurant, a pizzeria, let's say, not a not a sort of takeout or order, but when you sit down and you could have pizzas or pastas, let's say, I will always get the simplest pizza, like a margarita, because that's where you can tell if the pizzeria knows what they're doing. Because it's got three ingredients. So you can't mask mistakes and you can't make it taste better by adding a lot of different flavors or putting so much spice in it that you can't taste anything else. The margarita pizza will tell you if the place that you're in truly knows what they're doing. It's true. And Chris, I got to say, we have to talk about night markets, cars, Jeeps, um, freezies. Apple cider, board games. We're going to have to do that in another episode down the line for our patrons. So I hope you enjoyed this bit of a dive or this continuation with my buddy, Chris, as we dived into topics that we both share and enjoy and other ones that you have an expertise in. Uh, Thank you so much for doing this. Again, so happy to be here. And uh, I think it's great that you're shining a light on some of these delicious pizzas for some of your patrons to enjoy. But I hope whoever was listening was able to just chill and enjoy this episode because I certainly enjoyed doing it with you, Chris. Thank you so much. I enjoyed it too, Marco. Thanks. Check out his podcast if you haven't already. We like theme parks. Wherever you listen to this podcast, you'll find his. Folks, until next time, I hope you listen and sleep.